And good afternoon, good afternoon. My name is Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. News Talk 910. You got legal problems? I got legal answers, all kinds of legal answers, because this is live radio. I'm a lawyer. I've got David Brown doing research. I mean, we've got the answers for you. Just call it in. News Talk 910 pays for the lawyer, the phone call. Thank you, 910. Here's the number. Toll free, 866-536-1000. Any kind of a legal problem you got, just call up right now, 866-536-1000. The lawyer, me, will solve your problems. You won't get a bill for it, and we'll get to enjoy the stories. We love those stories, you know. 866-536-1000. Let's start this show. John in Sonoma. Len, tell him, John, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hey there, John. All right, hey there, Len. How's it going? Good. What's happening? All right, so I'm facing a, a, an incident here at the college, uh, I I, just, I gave uh, some information on a uh, on some examinations that I had previously previously taken to a student. Wait, wait. When you student. say you gave, give me give me specifics. What do you mean okay, you gave? So in, tell me the story. I, I had uh, I took pictures of you know some exams that I had taken for, for one of the courses at the college. Let's say you I, took a let's say it's a physics course. Are you talking about the JC in Santa Rosa? Yeah, it's a JC. Okay, let's say you took a physics test. And when you say you took a picture, you took out your cell phone and you took a picture of the exam? No, so the, I had already taken the exam and I went into my professor's office uh, to review my exams before the final. And then that's when uh, I had the opportunity, you know, to review my exams and then... Wait, wait, like, when you uh, say review the exams before the final, how... You mean this? these were other exams besides the final exam, is that what you mean? No, no, no. Okay, so these were exams that I had already taken. Yeah. The final was going to be based on all of those exams. So I decided to go into, you know, into her office and ask if I could review my exams, and she agreed to do this to let me review. And, uh, you know, I looked it over, and then I took pictures of the exam. With your cell phone? And, yeah, with my cell phone. And okay. then, you know, I took, I took the final, and I ended up getting an A in the class. You know, I didn't cheat in the class. But the thing is, the following semester, uh, another student who was taking that same course asked me about the, the class, you know, like what I did to, to get a good grade or, you know, my study methods and all that. And then we ended up talking about the pictures, and then that's when I gave her the pictures and then, you know, the pictures of my exams, and then she gave them to a friend. And, you know, this friend uh, ended up getting thought because she made a cheat sheet, and then when she took the took one of the exams uh you know she she got caught by, well, by okay no wait wait let me break this down your professor said you could take a look at the test and you could look at the exam and you looked at the exams he let you do that or he or she a man or a woman professor mm-hmm. yes all right the professor let you look at it and you didn't cheat you took the exam and then you showed somebody else pictures of the old exams. Wouldn't that professor, exactly. here's a key point, wouldn't the professor have showed any of the students the old exams if they wanted to see them? Yeah, but the college has a weird policy, uh, especially in the science department, where uh, the professors don't do that. They keep the exams and because, you know, they, I guess they recycle the exams. So it's just... Uh, I don't understand why they wouldn't, you know... Get How did they bust back. you? That's what I want to know. How did they bust you? What happened was that the girl, you know, she she got a hold of the material. She made a cheat sheet, which was 
a word for word copy of my exam, one of my exams. And then, you know, when she got caught, the professor knew right away because she, you know, she was like, this is exactly a copy of my exam. So, you know, so the professor knew, the professor knew this student had a copy of your exact exam. Yeah, well, that's because she got caught. Yeah, she I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then it ended up tracing back to me, you know, and then now I had several meetings with school administrators and, uh, and, uh, now I'm facing uh, an expulsion and and also uh, documentation on my transcripts for academic dishonesty for cheating and for uh, distributing materials to another student. And when with. you when you so, spoke um, when you spoke to these other people after everybody got caught, you spilled your guts. You told them, "Yeah, I did this, right?" Yeah, exactly. You know, I confess because I I, I I I was scared and I didn't really know. No, no, no. I understand that. Look, they had you cold anyway. Yeah, I guess it is yeah, cheating. Yeah, exactly. So. Is there any way, look, they've got you cold, is that you should you talk to your counselor? Is there any way you can make this go away, or they're just going to expel you and that's it, right? Maybe. Uh, what, I, what I feel is that they, there's been several incidents of cheating, and now I feel like they're just, you know, tired of it, and they want to crack down on it, and they, I feel like they want to make me the poster boy for Well, they can do that. Kind of, yeah, they can yeah, do it. Exactly. Look, is there any way, there's nothing a lawyer can help you with. You know, the courts don't get involved with these college administrative decisions. Your uh, goal should be, look, you say, look, I didn't realize it would get to this. I had nothing to do with that person cheating. It, it got out of my control. And can I be put on pro probation so I can redeem myself later? You know, um, yeah, they can expel you. The expulsion can be put on your academic record. And, you know, who knows what other college will let you finish your education. Um, there's nothing you can sue the school over. Courts give a lot of discretion to colleges and places like that over their internal policies right, as right. long as they follow the rules. So okay. I think you got to talk to them and plead and say, please, can I just be on probation? I'm sorry this happened. I'll never do it again. Something like that. I cooperated with you. I would talk to them. The professor, let's say the physics professor whose exams were copied, is that professor really angry at you or that professor is willing to work with you? Yeah, and she, I mean I, I mean, I had a great relationship with the professor. You know, I was a successful student. I, I participated a lot. Now she feels like I betrayed her. And she just if really you could go back and talk to her and say, look, I had no idea this would happen. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. Can you help me? Just I'll take probation, but don't let them expel me. Please help me not get expelled. Your best bet is to beg and plead. I'm not kidding. Sometimes begging works, you know, John? Right, right. And well, actually, my, well, my question was, is I talked to one of, uh, you know, uh, an individual, and they, they recommended me to investigate this matter, whether or not the, the college actually have the legal right to document this on my transcript, you know, on my... Absolutely. Record. Yeah, yeah, they, they do, I'm telling you. They have a legal right to do it. It's what happened. Forget about suing them. Let me repeat this. Courts have always given colleges a lot of discretion. This is an internal policy. You know, if they expel you and they right, put it right. on... Don't even go there with them. Is I'm going to get a no, lawyer. I, was, and I wasn't thinking about suing or anything like that. I was just. I yeah, was they can do it. Uh, Here's the point. They can do. I'm telling you right now, you don't got nothing. You don't even have a leg to stand on. They can do whatever they want. And your best bet is to apologize. If that physics professor or whatever that woman is, she teaches, if she'll talk to you and you got to get somebody to say, look, this is a good guy. He made a mistake. Let's put him on probation. That's a win okay, for you. You got it. All right. Good luck yeah, to yeah, you. Thank you so much. Right. How old are you, John? 
I'm 20 years old, sir. Yeah. Tell him I just didn't know. You know, because this could, this could ruin your life. I mean, without a college degree, it's tough to get a better job. And this is going to follow you. It's, and these computers, right? Computers, whether it's from college or the courts or the government, they don't forget nothing. 20 years old. There should be a defense when you're 20 years old. It's called YAD. Young and dumb. Young and dumb for sure. That should work. 866-536-1000. You got problems? I got legal answers. Call it in. Tina in Hayward. Len Tillum, Tina. How come you're calling a lawyer? Hello. So yesterday I received papers on my door saying that there was going to be a property sale on the house that I rent in Hayward. Um, I just wanted to know what my rights as a as a renter was. Now, is the house being foreclosed or the owner selling it? Um, it's being foreclosed. Okay, here's what's going on. Um, do you have a lease? Yes, month to month. A month to month, okay. And who are you paying the rent to now? Um, it's It was being um, taken directly out of the account to be paid. Um, to the landlord? Correct. Stop that immediately. Immediately, Mm -hmm. because the landlord, the owner, you know, the one you were paying, has foreclosed and the bank is, you should stop paying to him immediately. You won't get credit for that, okay? Mm -hmm. So stop that, you know. For the month of March, did you pay rent to the landlord or to the bank? Um, Or nobody, hopefully. Nobody, nobody, actually. When was the last time you paid rent? The last time we paid rent was for February. Okay, so stop paying rent, but hold the rent, Mm -hmm. because... The bank will turn around and say, you owe us the rent. And if you don't pay them the rent, then they'll throw you out. They may try and throw you out anyway. But it is a month-to-month tenancy. There's no lease, or the lease says it's month-to-month, and they got to give you 30 days or 60 days notice. What's the story? Um, I believe it's 30 days. And how old are you? 20. So are you a student now, or are you working? Both. Because, and so school's over, what, end of May? Yes. So if keep the rent and, and, and say to them, look, because they have to evict you. Just because the house gets foreclosed, they can't just kick you out. They have to evict you, and it's a pain in the neck. If you pay the rent and you talk to them and you say, look, I'll be out the end of May. Let me wait till school's over. Because you've got finals coming up. It's not so easy to take finals and study and work as you're doing and find a new place to live. Agreed. Do you have roommates? Yes. Yeah. Actually, yes. What were you going to say? Um, it's actually with my mother as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're on a month to month. So let me give it again. You got to pay the rent. If you stop paying it, and I would stop paying it right now because you don't know who to pay it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will ask you for the rent eventually. Okay. And what about you were wondering about your security deposit and the washer and dryer? Tell I'm, me about I'm that. I'm curious to know if we were able to keep the washer and dryer. Whose washer and dryer is it? It is the owner's. Yeah, no, you can't take the washer and dryer. They're fixtures that belong to the property. You know, they could prosecute you for theft. Are you? How much security deposit do they have? It was, I believe, fifteen hundred. And how much is the rent? The rent is fifteen hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah. Here's what's going on. The landlord has the security deposit. The owner, the old owner, you know, has the security deposit, right? And he foreclosed. He stopped. He got foreclosed on. He stopped paying to the bank. So I guarantee he didn't take the $1,500, your security deposit, and give it to the bank. You're entitled to it back. So what you might say to the bank is, look, the landlord has a $1,500 security deposit of mine. You've taken over the building. You're responsible for it. They'll say, no, we're not, but they really are. You know what I mean? And 
Um, so what you say to the bank is, look, I will stay here this last month, but since you're not going to give me my security deposit back, let's use my last month's rent instead of my security deposit. Try and negotiate with the bank, right? Okay. Your landlord is supposed to give you back your deposit after you move out, you know, and provide you with a walkthrough, but that would be the bank then. They got to give it to you. So you got to talk to them about it. It's no use in suing the owner of the house because he doesn't have squat or diddly. You know what I mean? He lost a house. He's got no money to pay you back, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you understand all that? Yes. Okay. When the bank starts contacting you, Tina, call me back and we'll go through it and I'll coach you again because by then you'll forget. But the most important thing to remember is keep the rent in a separate bank account so when the bank says give it to us, you've got it there. All righty. All right. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. 866-536-1000. My next caller is getting prosecuted for getting in a fight on an airplane. I got stories for you. You ever want to beat somebody up on an airplane? Yeah, but don't. Stick around. 866-536-1000. Call it in if you've got questions. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems? I've got legal answers. 866-536-1000. Call it in. John in San Francisco, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, John? I need a lawyer because I received a letter yesterday from the U.S. attorney saying they are charging me with assault and filing criminal information. Yeah, an information or is an indictment. It's the first step in federal court criminal prosecution. Where are you being prosecuted? In San Francisco? Yes, I need to appear at a court in San Francisco, and I want to know what will happen at that point. Well, what, what's going on? What are they, what, do you even know what this has anything to How old are you, first of all? Seventy. You're too old to be arrested for, what, did you rob a bank? Federal prosecution? What did you do? I, you I took somebody across state lines for I... sex? What did you do? I didn't do anything. I'm being charged with assault that... Uh, stewardess says I pushed her, which is not true. Wait, wait. What do you remember happened? I want, this happened on an airplane, right? Yes, it did. Where were you flying to? I was flying into San Francisco from Dallas. And you live in San Francisco? Correct. And what happened on the airplane? At the conclusion of the movie, I wanted to get up to go to the bathroom when the pilot came out. So they put the cart across the gangway. And they stood there and talked and gabbed for about 15 minutes. Wait, wait a second. They weren't serving, like, snacks? They were just BSing? No, exactly. The flight attendants? Yes, and the pilot. They were talking. And you are 70 years old. You just sat through a movie. You'd probably been drinking coffee. You had to get to the bathroom, I understand, right? I'm bursting at the seams. Really? So couldn't you have said to this, the flight attendant, look... I'm going to pee all over the floor here unless you move this stupid, unless you move the cart. Did you try that? Oh, no, I didn't get it. I don't think they want to pee. I don't think they, they didn't want to clean your urine, you know. But anyway, all right. So what happened? Let me hear. I'll stop talking. What happened? When, when the cart was moved, I got up and I rushed down the aisle. The two stewardesses there said, hey, there's a woman in front of you. Well, there wasn't waiting to go. There was not. There was not. Okay. And they said, haven't you ever heard about women first? And I said, not in this case. Not when you got a 70-year-old bladder. That's what you should have said, right? So I go into the bathroom. I can hear the woman, the stewardess, through the wall saying, there are two rude men on this plane, and they'd better be careful, or they're going to get it. I come out of the bathroom. The stewardess is blocking my way, and she's saying, 
haven't you ever heard about women first? And the other stewardesses backing her up, and they're berating me for this in a loud voice so everybody can hear. You know, this is the time for you to have been a diplomat and say, I'm sorry. Did you say, you know, this, uh, did you tell her to shut her face and shut up or, right? Did you say, what's the matter? You got your period today? Is that what you did, Einstein? You're so smart. You said that. What are you, really? It's what I thought, but what I said was. What were you thinking? Let me hear. What were you thinking? I was thinking that now in the now in the now generation, you've lost that privilege for women first. Yeah, all right. Somehow I said, "Yeah, what'd you say?" Excuse me. I went past her, and I went back and sat down in my seat. She followed me. She yelled at me. She said, "You're never going to fly this airline again." What airline are we talking about? American. Yeah, go on. So when I got off the plane, I was met by I guess their marshals. Um, they told me to sit in the waiting area for about an hour or so. Yeah. They took me to a handcuffed to a private room somewhere else in the airport. The FBI agents came in and questioned me. I, Boy, they don't fool around. They were treating you like your Dillinger or something, you know? That's right. You, Osama <laughs> bin Laden would have got better treatment. <laughs> so uh, I thought yeah, after telling this story, and he told me, the FBI agent, that she claims I pushed her, which is not true. Yeah, okay, you didn't push her. Go on. And I thought the whole matter would be dropped until tomorrow. Yesterday, I got this notice. This heart attack letter. When do they want you in court? Uh, Next month, beginning of April. All right, let me ask you some questions. Have you, you're 70 years old, have you ever been arrested before? No. What did you do for a living? Tell me you're a retired police officer. What did you do for a living? Uh, in stocks and bonds. Oh, so you're not going to get no public defender, Mister. In stocks and bonds, you got a few bucks in the bank, right? Well, this is a question they offer that. <laughs> yeah, you know, bring your lawyer or get a public defender. No, no, don't even bring a lawyer. First, first of all, here's what's going on. Um, for all you know, they may decide not to file it, or you got to see what's going on. If you show up the first time. You know, you show up with a lawyer on it. This is going to be a misdemeanor. It's not a felony, right? It says misdemeanor on it somewhere. Correct. It does yeah. say misdemeanor. They're not, and you've never been arrested before and you're 70 years old, correct? Yes. Really? So um, what will happen is you'll show up and you'll say, Your Honor, you know, because if you go into a lawyer's office and you say, Oh, I'm being arrested or I've been charged, the lawyer's going to say, Give me 10 grand. You know, it'll scare the hell out of you. <laughs> you show up without a lawyer. And you say, Your Honor, I, I didn't realize I was being prosecuted. Can I have time to get a lawyer? And can I have a copy of the police report or the agent's report? So you can look at it and take it to the lawyer and see what's going on. For all you know, you'll pay a lawyer ten grand to show up with you and they've decided not to file or things happen. You can show up without a lawyer. And if it looks like they're prosecuting, you know what I mean? And this is not going to be a place to stand up and tell the judge your story. It's, it's like going to be a zoo. They're processing cases, although federal court's a little fancier and more formal in state court. They're moving cases along. They don't want to hear your story. They want to hear guilty or not guilty. And what you're going to say is, Your Honor, may I have time to get a lawyer, and then I'll enter a plea. Can I have a copy of the police report or whatever reports you have? Okay. So yes. th- that's what you do. You're not going to go to jail for this. And I think a good criminal law attorney who knows federal courts can help you do that. You got it? But then why don't I get an attorney now? Because 
they may drop the case. You may show up in court and they may have decided not to file it. You follow me like that? Yes, but she said they wouldn't want to hear my story. So No, no, no. What will happen is you don't know. You can show up with a lawyer. You're going to pay a lawyer to show up if you want. Do you have a good criminal lawyer you know? No. That was one of my questions. How do you find one? I got a good one for you. And if I could think of his name, there's a great criminal law attorney who practices in federal court in San Francisco. Oh, uh, Doran Weinberg. D-O- you, got, you want the best lawyer I know? If I were arrested in federal court, this guy has represented federal judges. He's been a friend for years. You got a pencil? Yes, go ahead. D-O-R-I-N-W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G. Doran Weinberg. I believe his office is in San Francisco or Oakland. I think it's San Francisco. I, I mean, this guy, he's represented a lot of well-known people. He once represented a federal judge who was done. done. Oh, we got a number on him. Here he is. David's got it. Doran Weinberg, 415. Yes. And it's D-O-R-O-N. Doran, D-O-R-O-N, W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G, 415-431-3472. And you tell him, Len Tillum referred him. No, wait, wait. 43147. I'm sorry, I did it too fast. I'll slow down. 415-431-3472. Doran Weinberg is a great lawyer. He may not have the case, but he may have a younger lawyer because this is not such a big deal. And you can go talk to him. You follow me on that? If you want to show up with a lawyer and you've got bucks and you can afford it, you need it. You want to get this case dismissed is what you want to do because it's nonsense. Don't don't plead guilty. You got it? Don't plead guilty. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. All right? Yes. Thank you. Stick around. We got more. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems? Too bad. The lines are full. You're not getting through. Evelyn in Santa Clara. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Evelyn? Um, my 14-year-old son was at school and wrote peace on the stalls in the bathroom. How many stalls? And, in one? Uh, two bathrooms. Yeah, he wrote in two bathrooms. And on the handball court. Um, these bathrooms were already well decorated with writing. So this is this is a public school, right? Yeah. What grade is your son in? He's eighth grade. Did he use a spray paint or a Sharpie? What did he use? He used a paint pen. A paint pen. And he wrote peace on two big pieces or little, you know, little... No, just normal size writing, pretty much. Maybe like the heading of a newspaper writing. Like a headline. And... Did he get yeah. caught? Did he get caught? He got caught, right? No, the yard duty saw him with a pen and approached him, and they called him in, and he spilled his guts. Um, sp- yeah, he spilled his guts. The, yeah, go on, and then what happened? Then they called the police, and they never did call me, but he texted me to say that he was going to be arrested, and he was scared. And so I went to the school, and the policeman, um, he, I asked if we could go a different route, because I had heard from you before that, you know, put, put the child through the legal system, it's just a slippery slope. And he asked the vice principal if we could do that, because I said I was willing to pay for the damage. And she said no. She wanted to um, press charges or whatever 
Does your kid, has your son ever been in trouble with the police before? Never, ever. Never even had a disciplinary action at school. And he does well? He does pretty well in school? He's got good grades? He's not a truant? No. Unfortunately, the district, I had requested the school many times to help my child academically, and he was failing in the system, and I had been crying out for help. So I was a squeaky wheel within the school yep. trying to get him academic support. Mm-hmm. And I feel it was a personal issue with the administrators that they felt, okay, this child, um, they went heavy we'll get him, yeah. on his punishment. All right, well, what's going on yeah. is the van- it's vandalism. Vandalism is a crime, even if you write peace. You know what I mean? You can't do it. Yeah. But really, Evelyn, I wouldn't worry about it too much. He's not going to spend any time in juvenile hall. He will not be locked up. This is... A first offense, well, and and what well, happens? I heard, I, Go ahead. I heard that you um, you said to somebody earlier in the week that they could get a diversion. Well, there is. And, here's what's going on. Let me let me explain how it works. Yeah, diversion. Here, here's what's going on. You will show up in juvenile court, and it's like a zoo. It's really crowded in that first day, and they're moving cases well, along. You, what you have a court date, right? Juvenile court hearing. Um, it's going to be in the police department in Santa Clara. Okay. It's on April 1st. Uh, you show up with him. If uh-huh. he's charged with a misdemeanor, it's a misdemeanor vandalism, if they charge him with a crime, he's entitled to a lawyer and you ask for a public defender. Juvenile public defenders are really good, better than private lawyers. They do it all the time. They're in the court. And what happens is they don't just say, okay, you can have diversion. They'll say, well, let's see what's going on. And he already confessed to doing it, so if a probation officer or somebody from the court wants to talk, you can say, yeah, he did it, he's sorry, they've got him already. But you ask, mm-hmm. don't plead guilty. Do not plead guilty. You say not guilty, even though he's guilty, that's not a lie, you're allowed to do that. And you ask for a public defender. And the public defender can look into getting diversion, where maybe he has to clean up some cop cars or do some cleaning up, and if he does what he has to, they'll drop the case. That's not up to the school. But they're not going to put him in jail, and even if they find him guilty, it's, he's a minor, it'll be sealed, it's, he's, it's not the end of the world. But you really want to get a public defender for free to help guide you and your son through this terrible process. So first we go there, and then... You go there and show up, and you'll see what they're charging him with. If they're charging him with a misdemeanor, you will then they'll ask you, and you say, look, They'll ask you, how do you plead, guilty or not? And you say, when you're charged with a crime, even if you're a minor, you're entitled to a lawyer. And you say, we want a public defender. Or he, he's 14. He won't say it. You say, we want a public defender. And they'll say, okay. And they'll probably uh, continue the case until you have time to talk to your lawyer. Or your lawyer may be there and even talk to you before you go to court. I don't know how it works. But do not, here's what you got to remember, do not plead guilty unless you have a lawyer advising you so what's going on. Got that? Even though he he did on the day, he divulged all the information. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody. They can catch you in adult court, juvenile court, they catch you. That Whether he did it or not is not the issue. The issue is how the courts will deal with this. And juvenile courts... But if you say you're not guilty after he's already admitting guilt... How no, that's just that? how the system works. He is pleading not guilty to the charge. Maybe they're extenuating circumstances. Maybe he did it, but somebody forced him to do it. There are all these things. I'm not... It's not a problem. Do not say guilty. That would be stupid. You understand? That would be, you just say not guilty. Or you say, or else you could say, Your Honor, we would like to wait till we talk to a lawyer, our public defender, before we enter a plea. You can also say that. 
Okay, it doesn't matter. Just don't say guilty. He should not plead guilty. The lawyer then works out the deal with the public defender. And after the deal is worked out, then he says guilty. There's nothing wrong with saying not guilty or delaying entering a plea until you talk to your lawyer. That's how the system works. Do we speak for our child or does he have to speak? I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's been years. I haven't done a juvenile criminal case in probably 25 years. Um, I, I don't know whether they address him. I, they may. He's, you know, he's been charged with the crime, but you're allowed to be there with him at all times. Yeah. You should go. Don't let him. They don't like it when kids show up alone. It means the family doesn't care. Yeah, no, we'll be, we'll be with him. Right. I mean, are you married and living with his father? Yeah. He doesn't have to take, if he's working, you know, one of you has to take a day off from work or one of you has to be there. You both don't have to go. Yeah. Okay. So, wait to talk to a lawyer then? Yeah, you'll get a public defender. When you show up in the courthouse, they'll have one or they'll send you to go see one and then bring you back to court on another day. Got that? Okay. I notice an Irish accent. Is that right? You're from Ireland? Yes. Where? My wife's from Ireland. She was born right outside of Dublin. Uh, Galway. Okay. I, I, anyway, thank you, Evelyn. Don't worry about it. It'll work out. This is not the end of the world. Okay. Thank, thank you, you very much. Help. Yes. Let's now say hello to Kevin. Kevin in Hercules. Hi. Hey, Kevin. How come you're calling a lawyer? Um, well, I don't really know how to say it. My daughter came out to me two days ago, and she said that she was molested when she was younger, and it was by our cousins. How old is she now? 17 years old. And how old was she when she was molested? About 10 years ago, so I'd say about seven. Okay, and just a couple of days ago, what did she say to you? She said, I don't know how to tell you, and then we drug it out of her and said you could tell us anything, and then uh, she said that uh, one of her cousins did this, tried to do oral, or tried or did, I don't know. She was crying so hard, it was hard for me to understand her. And mm -hmm. Then she said another cousin uh, pulled down her, her, lifted up her skirt, or pulled her skirt down and her panties and tried to stick it in her. And you Wait, know, and, and, and how old, thing. your daughter was seven when this happened, how old were these male cousins? Uh, probably four and seven years older, so what was that, seven, eleven, twelve, thirteen, somewhere around there, and the other one's fourteen. Okay, so... How come you're calling me now? I don't know what to do. Does, I, I, I guess counseling. I don't know. Right. Go to the police. Right, but does your daughter want to go to the police? I don't know. She, she, she's burying her head into it. She's saying she doesn't, she's, uh, she, she won't even talk about it anymore. Well, let me tell you this. Your daughter needs counseling. And, and you've got to validate it. In other words, don't. it's not her fault that this happened. I'm not an expert on this. But you have to validate how difficult this has been for her. And look, it's, it, it's what, 10 years later, and she's still suffering from it. Unless something is done, she could suffer from this the rest of her life. I don't know how, but there are different ways it manifests itself, you know. So I don't know if you should call the cops first. You know, I don't know if they are the best ones to handle it. you got to get your daughter help. And maybe if she talks to a therapist, you know, or a counselor, then she can decide whether or not to get the police involved. You know, she's the only witness. Um, they need her testimony to convict them. I don't know if she wants to testify her about it. So 
are these kids are these kids around? Can they be bothering her still or where are they now? No, no, no. We we, we live up in northern California. They live in southern. We used to live in southern and we moved. Yeah, I, I would say she should work this out in therapy and with her and her therapist she can decide whether or not to to come forward. Um therapists well, okay. you know uh, yeah look look um uh, look if your daughter does she already have a therapist no 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 you you live in hercules no, right I, in, fact, in fact i just got her put on my insurance not you know well here's what you can do why don't you call the contra costa county rape crisis center i got a phone number you live in contra costa county right yes they know about this and and they're open 24 hours a day let me give you their phone number Okay. It's 800-670-7273. 800-670-7273. Listen, Kevin, you even need some help, just as I would if this happened to my daughter. You need some help figuring out how to deal with this and how you can best help your daughter. You right. found, I mean, it's a problem for you, too. It's a problem. It's not just a problem for her. It's a problem for the whole family. And the kids who molested... Your daughter, are they family members? Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah, I, I would talk it's to gonna, the... It's going to get it's going to get messy. It's it's I mean, it, there's going to be it's going to I don't know. I don't even know if we should tell the tell the tell their parents because I mean, you know, well, we'll, we'll, again, we'll... again. Something's got to come out. I don't know the best way to do it. I don't you want to do this so it minimizes damage to your daughter. Why don't you call up the Rape Crisis Center? They'll have people you can talk to, you know, that you may want to talk to a male, your wife may want to talk to somebody, and your daughter. Get her to talk to somebody. Start that, at least. There are people who know about this who can really help. You got that? Yes, I got it. Really, you're not going to get in trouble. You haven't done anything wrong. Your daughter hasn't got done anything wrong. Go get some therapy help. That's the best place to go. And then if the therapist and your daughter decide they want to go to the cops, let them do it then. It's been 10 years. Another few months won't matter. Okay. Should I, I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't even know. I mean, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I don't even know what to do. I know. Yeah, I, I know. wouldn't I gotta, either. I don't know what you, you want. Well, you know what to do. What you want to do is what's best for your daughter to help her the most, right? That's correct. So I do know that. Yeah, so go talk to a pro, a therapist who's done this and dealt with these. Probably your daughter needs to talk to a woman therapist who can help her, and then you and that therapist and your daughter and your wife or the family, you can figure out what to do. And Don't do anything unless talk to a therapist first. That's what you need. Stay away from the cops right now. Okay? Right, yeah. And right. by the way, don't go calling the, those that family down in Southern California. Keep it within yourselves before you, you know, that'll just blow up and make everybody crazy. Talk to a therapist first. Okay. You got that phone number? I do. That's what I'm going to call first. Call them right now. They're open. Contra Costa County Rape Crisis Center. Call them right now. They're open 24 hours a day. Tell them you need a therapist. You got it. Good luck to you. Okay.